Welcome to another episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. We're going to turn our attention to the basketball court this week as uh, we want to talk about Lanchester boys basketball. They're off to a 2 and one start and had a chance to sit down and talk with head coach Adam Weber and their senior guard, Braden Sipple. Braden scored 43 of Blanchester's 52 points last weekend in a game against Goshen, a 52-50 to win on Saturday. And Braden is 29 points away from reaching 2,000 career points as Blanchester hosts, hosts Claremont Northeastern on Friday night. Here's my conversation with Coach Weber and Braden Sipple. How was this uh, weekend, Coach? Can you give me kind of a synopsis of uh, how well not only Braden played, but the team played as well? Yeah, I mean, Georgetown, we knew it was going to be a, you know, a tough conference uh, win for us, and they came out and they were handing it to us pretty good. And then uh, we kind of got our feet under us, and Braden got into a rhythm, and um, we ended up you know, pulling one out by one. Uh, of course, he hung 40, which felt like 50 during the game. And, uh, and then, you know, turn around with Goshen on Saturday, which, you know, again, you know, we have a rivalry there being so close and just knew it was going to be a really, really physical game too. And, and uh, you know, they both teams were bringing as much as they could to kind of slow him down. And, and we were blessed to have some other teammates hit some, you know, critical shots, obviously by the numbers, not a, not a, a lot, but uh, at points where we, we, you know, he needed them, we needed them, and uh, they were just two good wins at home. And uh, you know, it was it was nice to get back on the court after such a uh, kind of crazy year for everybody, and, and we were blessed to win both of them, and uh, can't be more happy about it. And uh, Blanchester obviously uh, hosts Claremont Northeastern on Friday night, and uh, obviously Braden. Uh, a lot of people will be talking about uh, what you've done so far this year. Uh, no surprise, and uh, you're right now at 1,971 career points. Um, before we kind of get into uh, that upcoming milestone, which I know you're going to reach here, but uh, tell me about this past weekend and what you like so much about the team start right now. Um, kind of like Coach Weber said, uh, we knew both teams were going to be physical going into the game, especially Georgetown, a big conference win. So just being able to fight back from Georgetown and continue fighting against Goshen all the way to the end was a, was a big step, fighting till the end. What was that like back to backs? I mean, I, I know you guys may not be, that may not be a big deal, in, but in a sense, but I mean, certainly two close games. I mean, what was that like for you? Yeah, um, the back to back against two physical teams was kind of tough on some of the guys. Um, but again, after a physical game Friday and then being able to battle to the end against Goshen, another physical team was was great. Yeah, I mean, what was it like? On go ahead. Our, our, I would just say our. Um, you know, the other supporting cast, we, we lost four uh, mature seniors last year, so we kind of reloaded uh, that lineup with him. And so when he says physical, it was it was physical. They were bringing as much contact on him as they could possibly get. And some of our other guys were, were learning the varsity game on the fly and getting their first few minutes. So, yeah, to survive to the end in both of them is kind of a <laughs> – it was almost a miracle, it felt like. What type of defensive adjustments did you make, Coach? I mean, because I read the, the – Well, you know, yeah, we, tr we tried to play um, both teams man-to-man, -man and we just – because that's kind of our um, – you know, it's just kind of our identity. But in both games, we had to end up switching to a 3-2 zone, which for us, you know, just 
you know, a lot of teams don't necessarily use that zone, and we do because we can put him at the top of it, and his length takes up a lot of space, and his you know ability to read passes and pick a few off, um, it, it works for us, and it definitely in both games it, it was a game shifter because you know we were not slowing him down very well in man to man, and and this kind of gave us a, a chance to regroup and then kind of leveled it out. So it it was. I was blessed with the execution by the you know, guys on the floor when we made those changes. Coach, what did you see from Braden there on Saturday night? I mean, you told me he was literally unstoppable, putting it lightly. <laughs> 43 uh, points, 11 rebounds. Yeah, yeah, we talk we talk about him a lot, you know, and I've seen him play since he was a freshman. I've seen him play AAU. I've seen him play out of state. And, you know, I haven't really told him this yet because we haven't had a lot of time to talk. But, you know, when he came across half court, Goshen was, you know, trying to force him to give the ball up to somebody else. And, um, you know, really, I just kind of had to tell him, like, you, you've got to score for us to win. And, you know, he got into the lane and his pull-up jump shot with three guys just trying to close him out. And just they couldn't they couldn't elevate up enough to, to you know, block him or stop him. And... It just was one after another after another. And, you know, it was – it truly was. It was like there's nothing they can do to stop them. Bray, did you feel before the game a lot of guys will say that they know they're in the zone and even in pregame? Did you get that sense? Um, Saturday, I would not. Um, Saturday was kind of a, a rough warm-up for me. You know, I wasn't hitting the shots like I was in the game. But once I got into the game and once I started hitting a few shots, I knew it was – they were fortunate to be on. What did you guys learn from that opening game against Roger Bacon and then coming back and then having, obviously, unique back-to-back like that? I mean, Coach, what was that like? Uh, Roger Bacon has, you know, got a very tall, long team. You know, I don't know their exact heights, but they, they have some height. And then their guard play um, was you know, it, it, it was going to be probably the best guard play we would see, I would say, probably all season. So the, the good part was is to hang in there, and we had a shot to win. I mean, we cut it to four um, late in the game, and we missed a box out on a missed free throw on their end, which, you know, we get that rebound. We come down, we score, we cut it to two or one. And, you know, they they, they – I felt like they got a little tense, meaning Roger Bacon, when we cut it to four, which, you know, we had momentum. Braden stole two inbounds passes and you know, finished them. So, you know, I really wish we could do a redo on some of that. But what, what we did learn was that we have to rebound. It, it, all five have to rebound. You know, Roger Bacon was able to just destroy us on the glass. And, and there's a couple other teams that will play. You know, I thought, I thought Goshen was probably going to hurt us there, too. And, uh, again, that's where the, the, the switch to zone hopefully will help us rebound a little better so we're not so far, you know, spread out sometimes. Certainly getting your uh, foundation set early in the season here. Brayden, to start off the weekend, I mean, obviously you committed to Cedarville on Friday afternoon. And tell me about uh, uh, that commitment and uh, what you like most about the program there and just how this whole recruiting process went for you. Uh, yeah, uh, Coach step he's been – He's been with me since sophomore year, and he's been in contact ever since. And I took a visit there, and uh, the campus was phenomenal. The facility was great. The coaching staff was great. The players were great. Just overall, Cedarville is a great place to be, so I felt like it was a good fit for me. How did they really kind of make you feel comfortable? How did they, you know, you mentioned early on in your high school career. I mean, what was it about that connection that made you feel 
it would be natural for you? Uh, it was Coach Eastep. He's like he was always with me, and he just felt like he made me feel like I was wanted there at Cedarville, which was something I was really looking forward to. So just making me feel wanted was was a big part. Coach, what type of player? Obviously, we we know what type of player they're getting, but I mean, uh, how unique was that connection with Cedarville and with Braden? Uh, you know, in this process, since he was a freshman, you know, we've been a lot of places, a lot of fun trips. Um, we came into, you know, this season just crossing our fingers that, you know, we would get to play. Um, you know, and then the other part, you know, the recruiting process has changed for high school kids all across the country. So, you know, we, uh, I, you know, and as he said, you know, Coach Step in that personal relationship with Braden, you know, when he was a freshman and sophomore, he was already telling me that, you know, this is the type of player that could push us to, you know, another level for our program. And, you know, and as Braden said, I mean, as a, as a person who uh, is living in a situation where we can get a phone call tomorrow and the season's done, um, you know, he just felt very, very happy and very, very comfortable and, and um, enjoyed his time with the players, the players there we've met a couple times. And uh, as a coach and, and somebody who knows him really, really well, I couldn't be happier for him because I know the education he's going to get and I know the experience he's going to get. And it's just, it, I think it was time to kind of lock that up. Yeah, I was going to ask you, Bray, why, why did you feel like this was a good time to, I, mean, I don't know, a lot going on in the, NCA recruiting world, we know about, you know, the dead period through April, all that sort of thing. I mean, um, how, how unique was this journey going through it this spring and summer and knowing that there were things beyond your control, obviously? Yeah. Yeah, going on all the trips was a lot of fun. You know, like Coach Weber said, it, it kind of felt relieved to commit. And then especially with all the stuff, you don't know what's going to happen next. Like you said, the season could be canceled. So just to be able to lock it up and be committed was relieved, I'd say. I know you're probably a humble guy when it comes to this answer here, but with 1,971 career points, you're staring down that 2,000 career milestone, obviously. What would it mean to you to reach that milestone once you do this season? Um, it mean a lot, you know, um, working hard since freshman year, being able to reach 2000, the first person at Blanchester to do that would, would mean a lot. Coach, what would it be for you and your program and just the entire community? Cause you've, you know, you've told me about how, how much he means to the whole oh, community. I, there. Well, that's, that's the part when, you know, when we have these conversations, it's it, the frustrating part is, you know, we left last year, the community, you couldn't, you couldn't fit everybody in, even away games. And so that's kind of the frustrating part with, you know, everything and how we have to kind of be precautious and all the um, procedures. But uh, it would be huge for the, you know, huge for the community. We had 600 people just watching it on Facebook Saturday night. And uh, so him, you know, reaching 2000, I know there will be a lot of people in the Blanchester community that will be sitting by that TV. Um, it couldn't happen. You know, we, we Claremont Northeastern and, and us, we've had a, you know, four-year rivalry, you know, since he came in as a freshman. And uh, so th it'll be, it'll be, I guess it would be fitting that, that hopefully he gets it on Friday, you know, in that rivalry. That'll make it um, 
I don't know. I guess it will definitely make it a little more special, unique. And and I know Claremont Northeastern will do everything in their power to make it be another game. So that again, when you know that's I I tell people that's the fun part about you know uh, competition is when both teams have something they're really trying to uh, reach or stop. So it'll be a good game. Brayden, how, how unique is this, you know, playing during the pandemic where you don't have that full crowd, like Coach said, where people were looking to find a parking spot last year and the years prior, and you, I would assume you would feed off that energy any player would on the court. I mean, where do you find that energy, and how different is it for you this year? Uh, it's definitely different. Like you said, uh, the team last year fed off the energy from the crowd because there were so many people there. But... Um, yeah, we kind of got to feed off the energy from each other this year with, you know, there being a handful of people there. So trying to get each other pumped up is pretty much where we get our energy from this year. Coach, how unique is it from your perspective? I would say I'm speaking for every high school coach in the country that it is it is a challenge. It is different. You know, we'll go into warm-ups and you have no music. Um, the players don't get to shake hands. The captains don't get to meet each other. Um, I like to have that moment with the officials and, you know, just kind of reacquaint with them. Sometimes that helps you, sometimes not. Uh, (laughs) Of course. It it is definitely a challenge because, you know, when your players make a great play, you know, you're used to the place erupting with, you know. um, And I know both those first two games, Georgetown, if we were allowed, they would have filled their side. We would have filled our side. Goshen would have filled their side. We would have filled our side. It would have been just such a beautiful moment. And so, again, it's a challenge to keep your, um, I guess, your same spirit. There is sometimes it's hard to keep the same spirit because, you know, you just wish people could see your kids in person. And, you know, that's the part that you have to just keep um, your heart in the right place and your spirit in the right place and coach and encourage the kids to play. But it, it definitely is a challenge. Maybe a little more uplifting. Obviously, there's a family connection with Braden on this, this squad this year. Coach, tell me a little bit about that and what that's been like. It's It's been – I was – when you asked a few questions, I didn't want to give you all of it because it would get a little confusing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Braden has a younger brother, Bryce, that um, you know, he played varsity football as a freshman, um, worked his way into the starting lineup with us. Uh, his stepbrother, Gabe, um, and then his – be your cousin, mm-hmm. uh, Bryce. So basically, in our starting five, we got four four people from the same family or fame net, the same network or family. And that, that that's and the bad part is, is two of them have the name Bryce, and then we have a third Bryce on the team. So just the other night, I'm subbing somebody in, and we get the wrong Bryce in and the wrong Bryce out. So you know, I'm going to start giving them code names. Great. <laughs> what's that like playing with them? Uh, it's pretty cool. To be able to with like my stepbrother and my brother and my cousin all on the floor at the same time, it's it's pretty cool. Is it just I, kind of a go ahead, coach? Oh, I had to break him up from a brotherly feud uh, Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> little little brother turned the ball over, and big brother had to remind him. And I thought they were going to get mom and dad's you know wooden spoons out and start sword fighting. <laughs> to say how feisty this practice gets, that that could be a little bit interesting, right? <laughs> Ray, tell me about uh, why you played football this past season for your senior year. Obviously, had an outstanding season, uh, over 1,700 yards passing, 21 touchdowns. Uh, You didn't play your junior year, but uh, you decided to play this season. Why why did you decide to do that? Um, I think it was just because it was my senior year. 
you know, junior year I didn't play. I wanted to focus on basketball. And I was getting ready, trained for the upcoming AAU season. Then with everything that hit, a lot of AAU games got canceled. We didn't get to travel as much as we planned on going out of state and playing. So I think it was more just my senior year, and I didn't want to miss out on it. Bryce, is your, he was your starting tailback, is that right, as a freshman? Uh, he was the tight end. Or tight end, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. What's his future, do you think? Football, basketball, or means we see? His sport's baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah, he likes baseball. That's one. Okay. How, how glad are you to, to have that final year of football and playing your senior year like that? Uh, I enjoyed it. I got to play with my friends, some of my best friends, so it was enjoyable. Basketball, no doubt your future, though. I mean, there's no... Oh, yeah. uh, no doubt basketball. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Good stuff. Tell me about... Coach, I understand there's a connection off the court, you and him, uh, as far as uh, being around, uh, taking care of some lawns around the Blanchester community. Coach, I know you have your own business, but tell me about that unique aspect during the summer. Well, you know, yeah, I have a lawn care company out of Hillsboro, and, you know, Braden, I've... Eight years there, I've, I've followed him since he was in Hoopsters. And, uh, you know, when he got to be old enough to start working, um, you know, I asked him if he wanted to, you know, get in, get involved in learning the trade of uh, lawn care. And, you know, I don't tell this to a ton of people. I probably never said it to him. But, you know, I have high school kids come and go working for me. And Braden's the type of um, kid that you, know, you tell him one time, and he has it one time. Where other kids, I'm repeatingly, repeatingly, hey, lift your blades up when you're loading the truck. You tell him one time, and that's it. You know, you give an instruction one time, he takes it that personal to make sure you don't have to repeat it. Um, he's the type of kid that takes the trucks, mowers, wherever, and you trust that they're coming back, and you trust that the you know, work is exactly the way it should be represented. And once he got his license and, you know, uh, I live in Hillsborough. He lives in Blanchester, which is half hour apart. And, you know, he had some people reaching out to him about, you know, taking care of their property. And uh, so he created a little Facebook page. And I think I might have helped out with the name. And, uh, you know, so it's been fun. The only bad part is sometimes they call me when they're looking for him. Uh, you know, so I have to then, you know, sometimes play uh, receptionist for him. Uh, but uh, he's, he's just a great worker. I mean, people see him around town working and, and you know, people respect that. They, they uh, value that. And I think that's another reason why so many people like watching him play because they know, you know, that he's just an overall worker, uh, commitment, service type guy. And, you know, he knows how to make money. How many clients or how many lawns, Brayden, did you have this past summer? Well, this past summer it was uh, around seven or eight. Yeah. So, tell me about what have you learned from coach from that aspect? I mean, you obviously share basketball, but it's got to be a certain business, uh, you know, knowledge that you you've acquired from him as well. Um, just about everything. <laughs> just about everything that comes to that, I learned straight from him. How's that really helped you? Maybe kind of give a different outlook on maybe your future as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, when he asked me if I wanted to come work with him, I said yes. And it was something I really enjoyed doing with him. So, and then letting he, I was thankful that he let me bring a mower back to Blanchester and get some around there. So, um, it was something I really enjoyed doing. So, maybe a future in it someday. So, 
how early would you rise? Who's the who's the earliest riser? I assume Coach, maybe, but uh, he's pretty good because yeah. uh, his um, what would be going into his junior year, we would meet at at Vital Fitness in Wilmington to lift okay. you know, before school, and we would get there at five forty-five, and there were uh, several days he beat me there. Of course, you know, I had to wake him up, you know, <laughs> asleep in the passenger seat, but getting up early is not a problem for us. Good stuff. Brady, what has playing Chester basketball meant to you? Just curious, as you kind of reflect, I know you got a whole season here ahead of you this winter, but as you kind of look back and obviously coaches helped you out a lot, the community has supported you. What's been uh, your most memorable time of playing there in Blanchester? Uh, playing at Blanchester has been great. The community is awesome. Coach is awesome. Every teammate that I've got to play with throughout the four years has been awesome. So, Blanchester has meant a lot to me throughout the four years, and it's just been great. You know, we, we clearly had that conversation of do you relocate for your, you know, junior, senior year? Um, you know, I won't throw names out there, but, you know, we, we, we literally had to talk almost like a family and coach conversation and say what's best for, you know, Braden. And, you know, it just it kept coming back. He kept coming back to, you know, he couldn't leave his, you know, the people that have watched him play forever. And, uh, you know, that's where Cedarville and that commitment is such a blessing that, you know, we didn't make a decision that, you know, affected that. And, um, you know, the people at Blanchester had a lot to do with that because I know he feels committed to, the, the, the kids, you know, the kids that come up to him to, in the games, uh, when he sees people in town, you know, he doesn't say a whole lot, as you can tell, but uh, I'll speak for him that, you know, that support has been huge for him. What's it, Coach, I know you don't want to, you know, you got a whole season ahead here, but final question is what's his legacy going to be, you think, when it's all said and done? You know, I, we're, our athletic director and myself are committed to make sure that, you know, he gets 22 games, and that means we'll play anybody we have to play because um, we want to sit back and, you know, again, as we said, he's chasing the Clinton County scoring record. Um, the, you know, player that he would pass, we know personally, great kid. Uh, they have a relationship. I know his dad, his family, and, you know, hopefully Jaron's a, you know, a pro. And so just to be able to say that, you know, different circumstances, different school, different conference, but, you know, it's still, it is what it is. Uh, so that's kind of the first, you know, thing to cement his legacy uh, countywide. And then, you know, just see where he falls on that all-time list um, in the end. And that's that'll be fun. You know, as he said before we even came on here, winning is what he's about. You know, winning is what I'm about. And, you know, we just want to win and his teammates want to win. And then whatever those whatever those records are, they are when it's over. And uh, But I just – his legacy – when it's all said and done, I think it's going to have some major history behind it. Very well said. Blanchester senior Braden Sipple, Blanchester head coach Adam Weber. Really appreciate your guys' time and perspective, and uh, best of luck to you this entire season. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Well, I want to thank Blanchester head coach Adam Weber and senior guard Braden Sipple for their time and perspective. Obviously, a lot of people are very, very proud of Braden and what he's accomplished there for the Wildcats within the Blanchester community. It's going to be exciting to see where he ends up on the OHSA record list for career points when it's all said and done this winter. Again, thanks to Coach Weber and Braden for their time. 
Be sure to check out my story on Miami University junior defensive lineman Cam Butler. The Covington Catholic graduate is having an outstanding season for the Red Hawks. Obviously, they didn't play last week against Kent State due to uh, the impact of COVID-19, but they're going to close out the regular season this weekend against Bowling Green, and uh, head coach Chuck Martin just raves about Cam and his impact there in Oxford. Also, be sure to check out all our coverage on WCPO.com this week as uh, we're anticipating the Ohio Mr. Football announcement on Thursday afternoon. The All-State teams have been announced uh, throughout the week, and uh, we're going to see if uh, we have a local player uh, with an opportunity at that Mr. Football Award, the prestigious honor that Wyoming quarterback Evan Prater won last year for the first time locally since 1992. Thanks again for listening. We will talk to you soon.